Blog Talk Radio. Craig Martin, sorry about that, the microphone. Um, you're listening to Inside Connection Radio live on Blog Talk Radio, 8 p.m., coming from Los Angeles. It's very light tonight right now in L.A., Solstice Energy. Welcome, Solstice Energy. The uh, Usually I'm logging on to the show in the dark, and uh, tonight the sky is still a really beautiful light blue. So um, we know we have that... Um, that uh, first day of cancer is upon us and the the chart actually right now is so close to cancer it um the uh, the sun is actually at 2955 so very technically it's really going to um probably be um solstice moment in Los Angeles uh tonight uh, while it probably will be already midnight in, let's say, the East Coast. So it doesn't normally happen that way that, you know, we're getting a split like that, but it's definitely going to be happening in L.A. tonight, and it's going to be already, obviously, in England and Europe. It's uh, tomorrow. So the normal day is the 21st, and it's going to turn solstice night in the West Coast of the United States and Hawaii, uh, anything that's west of... Um, of, of LA um, this evening so we're so close to that solstice peak I know that we're going to be able to do a meditation sometime tonight during um, during our broadcast and um, before that what we're going to do is we're going to jump in and we're going to look at the Global Energy Minute I did want to remind everybody that it's a call-in show so if you want to call in uh, you can get a, uh, a free mini reading with me tonight, and the call-in number is 213-943-3395. If you're on the switchboard, just hang out for one second. I'm going to do the Global Energy Minute, and I will get right to you. Um, 
So, like I said, the sun is just about to move into Cancer. This is a whole new cycle that begins, first day of summer, maximum energy. If we've got plans for things, if we've been nurturing something through the spring, now is the time to put even more energy into it. And with um, with Mercury and Venus in Cancer, there's an ability to communicate what needs to be nurtured and the loving nurturance that goes along with making uh, the project grow because it's protected by your care. So we're going to have a lot of water in just another hour or so because the sun will be in Cancer, the moon is in Scorpio, then Cancer, Cancer, then Saturn is also in Scorpio, and Neptune is in Pisces. So uh, that's that's four, five, six of the major planets out of ten are going to be in water. Again, it's a lot of emotion, but it's a lot of intuition. It's a lot of sensitivity. It's a lot of imagination. We have access to a lot of compassion and imagination. And being that a preponderance of it is going to be in cancer, we also have this... Um, Loving domestic homebody energy. Cancer energy is very maternal. So if we're feeling like protecting, feeling loving, feeling compassionate, feeling a desire to uh, even nest a little bit right now um, and make sure that our home is in order, that's all that Cancerian energy. We're going to be saying goodbye to the sun in Gemini tonight, but we're still going to have Mars and Jupiter in Gemini. And even though Jupiter is very fast within another week or so going to be moving Moving also into Cancer, a lot of Cancer energy out there, and Mars will follow shortly after the first of the month. Um, that Gemini energy is keeping us with boundaries. A lot of times, water doesn't have appropriate boundaries, and the fact that we still have two uh, major planets in um, in air gives us a capacity to communicate what we need, even in the face of all of this emotion. So I think it's a good time for being able to express how we feel to others. Um, the moon, of course, is going to move quickly out of Scorpio, but there's still a lot of intimacy possible tonight and tomorrow, and then we're going to be moving into a, you know, a whole new realm of, uh, of spirituality. I know that some people are going to want me to touch upon the fact that cancer is making a lot of T-squares with Uranus and Pluto, and yes, we could see over the next month or so some more real activation of the Uranian-Pluto square, although we've seen a little bit of it, because certainly the NSA informant guy, he's representing Aries, and again, the government is Capricorn, and we've seen a few other things in the news um, that, are, that are Brazil, and, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different places, Turkey, where people have been, uh, again, still rising up as individuals to stop oppressive things, oppressive regimes and things like that. So uh, we're going to see a little more of that. And yes, the sun moving through cancer and certainly Mars moving through cancer, which is not for another month, month and a half, is going to um, activate some of those uh, global and personal crises that we have with wanting to stay within the rules, but also wanting to be an individual. So if you're having that at work or in a personal relationship, you need to hang on because, you know, you're going to still need to clear some things out. We all do. It's a time of clearing out and finding a balance between the individual wanting to have autonomy and the, um, let's say, the group wanting to have rules and structure and the way in which we need to find a balance point between that, that the rules can't be too oppressive of the individual 
and the individual can't be uh, too nihilistic, certainly, um, or anarchist, stuff like that. You know, the individual can't be, uh, like, rampant. They have to be somewhat respectful of the rules. So there's always this pushback from both sides, and we're trying to find a new equilibrium uh, for the individual. And that's your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig, and you're listening to the Inside Connection. Um, I have someone on the switchboard, so before I get into a little talk on the solstice, let me go over here and say hello. Hi, area code 561, you're on the inside connection. Hello, how are you? Hi, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Good, have I talked to you before? Yes, you have. I really oh. like your show. Oh, okay. Would you like me to kind of look at your chart a little bit tonight? That would be great. Okay, good. It's been such a rough month. Oh, my gosh. Tell me your first name. Lena. Lena. Um, Just L-E-N-A? Yeah. And your last initial is H? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Lena, your birth information is um, March the 7th, 1962. At 12.03 mm-hmm. p.m. in the afternoon in Islip, right? Correct. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things that definitely you're going through right now, and one reason why things have been so difficult is because you're in the midst of the Chiron return. That's the thing that jumps out at me uh, the most strongly is that, um, you know, this is your 50th year, and it takes Chiron 50 years to go around the sun. So while there are other things, of course, that you've been going through, um, and it's not just all about the Chiron return because, you know, you have um, some pretty strong, you know, Pluto in the seventh house right now and Uranus square the ascendant. And, you know, there's a a lot of different change. But the Chiron return, I think, is the focal point of it because uh, in your chart, Chiron is very close to the midheaven, um, it's just about 10 degrees away. And so we're looking at the the sort of spiritual change for you that comes about when you realize that you can set boundaries with people. And have you been doing that? Yes, or I have. Or are you feeling like you're getting walked all over? Well, I have gotten walked all over. And right now I feel like I still get walked all over. I have to put up with a lot because I'm living with family, and uh, it's like I have to suffer in silence. Right. Yeah. The thing about the situation that you're in is that you come to realize that what you wanted them to be or what you hoped that they would be, they can't be. They can't really give you what it is that you're looking for from them. So how do you get out of that situation? I just have to uh, focus on finding a job and and, and finding a, a new place to live for me and my children. My children are living back with their father, and it, it breaks my heart. That your children are back living with their father? Yeah, I, I want to live with these kids. They belong with me. I'm a better, I'm a better, you know, I'm more a nurturer parent than, they, than he is. He's a Libra. And he just is old. he's like a Disney dad. He he doesn't care about their well being. I see. 
Do they live near you? They live, well, now they're my niece. Um, I'm about 40 minutes from them. Do you see them? I try to see them a few times a week. You know, they uh-huh. would like to see me every day, but it just uh, makes it a little difficult. It's not like they're around the corner. Are you divorced from him? I've been divorced since 2002. Uh huh. We had a very we had a very bad divorce. Very very bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would imagine that now with, you know, Pluto in your seventh house, your relationship with him is not necessarily any better than it's ever been. No, no. And I have a legal matter pending from a personal injury lawsuit that's just been dragging on, dragging on. I'm supposed to be getting the check, and there's still the lawyers holding up my payment. I mean, I am just going crazy here because I need the money so bad. Well, you know, it's interesting. I wonder if you express that in the right way, you know, to them. Or I did. You... I wrote. I did today. I wrote a letter. I sent the registered mail. I was very, very nice, which uh, very, very nice, very appreciative that they settled my case. But it's been going on two years, and I really need, you know, to to you know resolve this. I want my, you know, I, I want it. I want status on my. On my check, you know. Right. Well, was uh, that money was that money distributed to them already? Oh yeah, they had. They've been hanging on to the money over a month, maybe even longer. Right. Well, I have a feeling that you're going to see that money in July. That you're not going to have to wait too much longer for it. I think Jupiter is going to go into your first house. And um, it's going to try. It's going to give you a lot of, you know, added strength that you probably haven't been feeling for a long time. No, I feel like somebody's ran over me with a truck. Yeah, but it's going to give you some strength. You're going to see that uh, that 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 Jupiter is going to bring some strength to you. That you know, you have a very sensitive chart. You know, with Cancer rising and. The mm-hmm. Sun and and Venus and Pisces. So even though you have the Moon and Aries, you know I can't, I get the feeling that you lean very heavily towards being a you know a selfless kind of person. Did you yeah, work? Yeah. Did you ever work? Oh, I always worked. Always. Worked. You always worked. Mhm. Just a Yeah, because I, you feel like you know your situation really is hard for you to climb out of, and right now if you're focused on you know, being with your kids, it sounds to me almost like you need to focus on getting a place of your own. Yeah, well, I have to find a job first, and then I can right. get my own place. Right. I'm tr- I'm focused. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm looking every day. I'm applying for. Are you living on jobs. Long Island? Huh? All right. Do you live on Long Island? No, I live in uh, Florida now. I've been in Florida oh. since 1985. I see. No, I don't live on the island anymore. I got moved it. out of there when I got married. And I'm, I'm living in Florida. The economy That's fine. is very, very bad. Very bad here. Economically. Oh, my God. I mean, I think we got to hit the worst of the whole, you know, all the states. It, I don't even see it recovering. I don't... Huh. I've never had a problem finding a job. I have so much experience. 
Yeah, you have a lot of planets in the 10th house, so I think that being able to find a job is something that you can do. I feel pretty confident that with the sun moving into, uh, sorry, with with Jupiter moving into a water sign, that that's going to be good for you. You know, it's right away in July, it's going to square your moon, and this could be very good. You have your moon in the 10th house, so... Look every day, and um, I feel like you need to do something to lift yourself up a little bit because your energy feels very low to me. And if you're going for any kind of job interview and you go, you come across like that, like like low energy, it doesn't really mm-hmm. inspire anyone to say yes. Let's pick yeah. you, you know. So are you doing no, anything like? Are you doing any kind of walking, exercising, like, you know, going for a walk every morning? You know, you really could benefit from that right now. And since Jupiter rules your sixth house, which exercise programs are included in that, in the sixth house, because they're a part of our routine, and you have Jupiter moving into the first, I would recommend a... an exercise routine for you because you're you're you you'll find it's going to transform you, Lena. Yeah, I, I did start exercising. I was started back at the gym a few days ago. Good. Well, you know, thanks for calling into my show, okay, and I always thanks. like to hear from you. And um, you. you know, I'll talk to you again soon. But I, why don't you focus you. some energy definitely on trying okay. to find some kind of work for July. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome, hon. I'll talk to you again. Bye. Bye. So um, this is Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to Inside Connection Radio. Uh, It is a call-in show, so if you want to get a reading tonight, 213-943-3395. Otherwise, I'm just going to ramble a little bit about the solstice energy and uh, see where we go. So, you know, I think... What's really nice about this time is obviously it's maximum solar peak. It's the time when when the northern hemisphere is receiving the maximum amount of solar energy that it's going to receive. And doesn't that give us that that sense of nurturing, you know, that sense of nurturing because we're nurtured by that and the things grow. Things grow in the in the sun. <laughs> And um, since this is the time when there's the maximum amount of sun, then we have the maximum amount of growth. So people also see this time as a time when we pass through fire, like being tested by fire, or the way in which fire can um, temper us, like tempering steel. You put you put steel into fire, and it, it tempers it and um, makes it stronger. So this is also a time of the year when we can find a certain kind of inner and outer strength. What's interesting about uh, inner and outer strength is that it it comes from a connection between uh, the sun and the moon. So when there's a connection between our conscious and our unconscious energy, then we have what's called strength, inner strength. It's, if, there's a, if there's a conflict between our awareness, that's our consciousness, what we're aware of, and our unconscious, our, you know, our unconscious mind, we're not aware of it, but still it's there, it's operating. If there's a conflict, well, you know it, meaning the internal you. You know that there's a conflict, and so it's very difficult to produce any kind of results out of strength, for instance, if you you know 
consciously say, oh, I'm going to be on a diet and I'm going to lose weight, but the unconscious is telling you how fat you are or how overweight you are. By every time you look in the mirror, if you're disappointed and you put out this unconscious message, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're fat or whatever, then it's hard when you say, well, I'm going to lose weight from a conscious place. And it can be the opposite also. You know, you can really have a sort of unconscious drive to want to be slimmer, but your conscious mind, every time you look in the mirror, you could be saying it out loud, you know, that that you don't like the way you look. Well, if you don't like the way you look, that's another conscious or unconscious message that makes it difficult for us to actually like the way we look. And it's the same with money, and it's the same with love, and it's the same with health is that in order to have strength, we have to have a connection between the inner and the outer. Well, here's what's interesting about the sun going into Cancer, is that Cancer, the ruler of Cancer, is the moon. So what we're doing is we're bringing the, the, um, the sign that's ruled by the moon, that the moon rules. We're bringing the sign that the moon rules into the planetary rulership of the sun so the this beginning of of the summer and this what what you know the high point of summer really because it's it's the longest day so it's the high point of the year and marks the summer because and there's a scientific reason is that um, the heat the planetary heat follows the solar maximum in other words it um, the, the the hottest days are in July and August, even though the sun is not its strongest then, because it's in, it's accumulated a lot of strong days. So if we're having a lot of strong days in June, then every day the ground and the ocean are getting warmer and warmer and warmer, and now we're reaching solar peak of solar energy, and the growth has a little bit of a lag, which is also really interesting, not just the growth, uh, the temperature, the actual air temperature has a little bit of a lag, the hottest days come in July and August because the Earth is accumulating solar uh, radiation, which is peaking in June. So even while it, it decreases in July and August, the temperature goes up. So they kind of cross each other. That's another interesting um, an analogy to what's going on inside of us because we might be also experiencing a, a maximum output of energy at some level, but we don't see the results for a little while. And then, of course, the results even linger into the fall when we get the harvest of that energy. So there's become there's a harvest time as well. But just for energetic purposes, you have to keep putting in the energy in order to be able to create the heat. So if you're wanting to have some kind of results or some kind of an achievement manifest something for you, in, over the course of the summer, you need to begin now to put the energy into that so that it can accumulate and build and, and then present you with the opportunity. And then, of course, the opportunity could lead to a harvesting of that in the fall. That's why people are always very ripe for a new beginning in September and October in particular because the, the, we have to see the bounty of what it is that our um, our solar maximums have created. So since as individuals we're following along in an energy pattern that's consistent with the year, our own energy reaches a maximum output right now and then creates 
you know, a, a quote unquote a heat wave behind it and a harvest. So as the sun's going down into its lowest time of the year, which is not until the Christmas time, you know, December 21st, when we really have to go inward and conserve and do a lot of inner work, now is a time for going out. It's a time for going out into the world and taking what you've been working on since then, since last Christmas, and whatever it is that you've felt or experienced during the winter and the spring, and now it's time to bring it out into the world. So that's a that's a really powerful time, I think, and that unification of the sun and the moon where we really find strength between the conscious and the unconscious mind happens during cancer because even though it's the the moon is the ruler of cancer, now you have that that plant that sign which has a lot of uh, equivalency to the moon being that it's sensitive and emotional and connected in some way that, to the collective as as a maternal energy that it fluctuates moon energy fluctuates it's not constant and cancer also fluctuates uh, in its emotional roller coaster it's it's um almost more uh, wide ranging than scorpio and it can it can show um variable emotional state uh much more without any apparent cause like scorpio might go from one place to another because something has made them happy or some you know um something has made them sad or angry whereas cancer can almost just wake up that way it's just sort of the mood of the day and so that fluctuation is also present in in the moon it's present in in cancer the moon fluctuates it goes from new to waxing to full to waning and so the moon is always changing its expression when you take that changeability which is a representation of the unconscious and the the massive amount of collective energy that's in there emotional collective and then we place it in the energy of the sun and shine a light on it that's what i'm talking about that strength is the unification of the conscious and unconscious energy. So right now is a great time for that. And uh, happy birthday to all our cancer energies. I think it's a really good evening to do a little meditation. And I had written on the show description that we were going to do one tonight. So let's take a little time to center in this energy, this this powerful uh, solstice night, solstice energy. Everybody wants to get comfortable where they are, and you put your feet flat on the floor, <clears throat> and you sit comfortably in the chair or wherever you are. It's good to be seated. Um, meditation is sometimes difficult if we're lying down because we have a tendency to fall asleep. <clears throat> and um, you find a comfortability in your in your seat. That's your butt on the chair. <clears throat> and you um, begin by closing your eyes and taking a deep breath in and out. And what you want to do is start at the very top of your head and relax your forehead in the space between your eyebrows and your nose. Relax your eyelids and your cheeks, your teeth, your jaw muscles the muscles going down the back of your neck and your shoulders and your arms. 
And if you find any places in the upper half of your body where there's any tension, go ahead and take a minute and just stretch that out. And then come straight back up again and take another breath and breathe into that relaxation that the the stretch creates. That feeling that overcomes the whole body when we stretch out our neck or we stretch out our chest or our shoulders or our back. And breathe and allow everything to become a little bit more slow and a little bit more relaxed. And you want to relax your chest and your hips and your buttocks and your thighs and your knees and your calves and your feet. And you want to make sure your feet are on the floor and grounded. And it's really a very good place for us all to be is in this connected way in in the collective. Because once you're in this position and you're breathing in, you're capable of receiving information from your own inner voice. And I think we spend not enough time uh, in this place where we're relaxed and just allowing our thoughts to be whatever it is that they are. And sure, our mind could wander, but many times it doesn't. Many times if we're just quiet and still for just a moment, we feel a tremendous sense of relaxation come over us because life, the external world, is so chaotic. And if we want to get in touch with what's going on on the inside, we have to put ourselves in this state, closed-eyed, relaxed, seated, aware, but not taking in as much stimulus to distract us as we normally do. So from this place where we are right now, what I want you to do is I want you to see yourself in a field. I love a nice field. And it's a comfortable field. Nothing, you know, the grass is not too long. It's not bothersome. You're dressed comfortably. It's cool. There's a light breeze. There's nothing bothersome here. It's really just genuinely comfortable and um, your eyes feel good. Your feet feel good. You just feel good here. And you're walking around a little bit, exploring it. There's a tree here and there, a rock here and there coming up out of the ground. Trees in the distance and this field. And you come upon a place It looks very comfortable. Maybe it's like a gentle kind of dry moss, a place where the ground looks particularly soft and nice, but not wet and uncomfortable. And you can sit down there, and you sit down there facing towards the sun, which is also surprisingly and pleasantly easy to be in. It's not too hot. It's not making your eyes feel uncomfortable. It's just lovely. Maybe there's a few clouds. It's just a perfect place to be. And breathe into that place for a second and relax yourself even more. And when you when you look around and you see yourself in this place, I want you to know that the energy that's coming down upon you from the sun is infusing you with life. It's infusing you with energy. In fact, you begin to realize that it always does that the sun is the source of our energy, the entire planet and the whole solar system, but each individual. Everything that you eat is coming from the sun. It's produced by solar energy. Everything that you, that you touch, that you, that you, um, 
that you work with, every physical object that's surrounding you, the entire field and what you're sitting on and what you're wearing and all of it is a byproduct of the sun. The energy that's coming from the sun works in, you know, magical chemical ways with with the planet to produce to that that contain the energy of the sun plants and and the ground and you know different things whether it's animate or inanimate it collects energy from the sun and those things in turn turn into the objects that we have around us and the and the and the food we eat and the clothes we wear and everything is being manifested by the energy from the sun and right now right now this instant while you're breathing into that sunlight is the maximum amount of sunlight that could ever be shining on you wherever you are if you're in the northern hemisphere it's the maximum amount so today is the peak the peak amount of energy that you could be getting into your home into the the property around your house or the sidewalk in front of your house that the maximum amount of solar energy is in your environment it's making everything grow it's making everything expand and i want you to breathe into that light breathe into that light and breathe out to it and in fashion of good leo leo energy which is the energy of the sun what you want to do is you want to be grateful you want to be grateful to the nurturing energy so send out a, a a wave of thank you it's very simple right that's how we say it in english send out a wave of thank you back to the sun back to the universe thank you for everything that you have for everything that sustains you props you up holds you up allows you to sleep on it whatever light bulb you can turn on in your home or appliance that you can run it's all coming from the sun and what we do is we say thank you back because that level of gratitude when you really recognize it when you really say this is a gratitude meditation gratitude meditation to the sun it strips away some of the other more petty feelings of i don't have this i don't have this i want this i want that that energy when we connect that energy of gratitude with the sign of cancer we end up with a nurturing gratitude like the way in which you would like to thank a mother for instance the way in which you would like to thank a mother so now you you have the earth below you you have the sun above you and the earth below you and you want to say thank you so send thank you down into the earth this is the strength of the unification of your conscious and unconscious mind breathe in breathe in from the sky breathe out to the sky breathe in from the earth breathe out to the earth let those energies mix and mingle in your heart. What I want you to do is I want you to come back to where you are right now listening to me on our radio show. I want you to feel safe and comfortable, energized and invigorated, alive and enlightened, and ready to allow whatever ideas pass through your mind in the next 24 hours to take a little bit of root, 
Perhaps you won't blow them off as quickly. Perhaps you'll be more willing to listen to them. Perhaps you'll take another moment tomorrow during the solstice day, because technically it's the 21st, even if you are in L.A., and take some time tomorrow to do this again and close your eyes and go within and do gratitude to the to the sun and to the earth and the interface that they represent because life is coming up as the, 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 the thing that's happening between the two of them, between the earth and the sun, there's life. And recognize that you're a part of that, you're involved in that, and that that's the amazing thing about the journey is that there's an integration between the light and and the uh, and the unconscious between the conscious and the unconscious and come back here and be here and let's let's do that meditation one more time tomorrow to solidify what it is that we saw today very nice hmm Meditations are good. I get some good feedback on those meditations, so I hope that everybody likes them. I want to thank my archive listeners. Say happy solstice to everybody. And, of course, I'm going to leave you with Eddie Vedder and the big hard sun. I'm Dr. Craig. I'll be here next Thursday, and I'll see you then here on the Inside Connection. from above When I climbed down to be set free She took me in again As a
Georgia. God. 